Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good day, Savannah. I'm Adam Van Brimmer, and this is the Commute Podcast from SavannahNow.com. On this episode, the opening of the M Market Arena has been delayed as construction crews work to put the finishing touches on a building two decades in the making. Savannah Mayor Van Johnson and M Market Arena General Manager Monty Jones join the commute to discuss. Today is Tuesday, January the 11th, and this is a Commute Podcast presented by National Office Systems. Savannah will have to wait a few more weeks to have a proper arena. The attractive building that has risen beside Interstate 16 near downtown was scheduled to host its first events this weekend, but that timeline was a bit too best-case scenario, as a punch list of finishing work remains. The opening show, featuring country music star Riley Green, has been pushed back three weeks. Even so, many locals, including Mayor Van Johnson, have been working on the arena for two decades. Johnson lives on Savannah's west side, not far from the site, and has watched with eager anticipation as it has risen from the dirt of what was once a parking lot for city vehicles and a cement plant. Mayor Johnson lends his insights on the arena saga on today's podcast. That's right after a plug for the commute's presenting sponsor and favorite local business, National Office Systems. Owner Scott Center and his team over at National Office Systems are Savannah's experts in office design and outfitting. They work with top quality suppliers such as Dirt Modular Interiors and Herman Miller Office Furniture to create comfortable and productive workspaces. Learn more by visiting www.natoffsys.com. That's www.natoffsys.com. Now, here's that interview with Mayor Van Johnson. So, uh, Mayor, thanks for joining me for the podcast, and and let's get right to it with the arena. Obviously, we've been waiting for this arena for a long time. It looks like we're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, I'm sure that's a little bit disappointing, but at the same time, like we said, we've been waiting. What's what's a few more weeks? Uh, What is your take on the delay in the arena opening i'm extremely disappointed um because you know again you've waited so long to get to this point um we were almost at the finish line and my position is this if we can't do it absolutely right i mean we knew we had parking challenges but if we can't get the building absolutely right you know things happen uh stuff happens um, um, but I think we've we've come too far to turn around now. So I mean, I think we take our disappointment and, and we pack it away um, because we recognize that we're we're closer now than we've ever been. And so uh, internally, we'll deal with the issues that led up to this. But I think for our citizens, I think you know we need to be excited that uh, it's still going to happen. It's going to happen in our lifetime. It's going to happen in this year. It's going to happen in this quarter. Um, I think we were as optimistic as we possibly could be. Um, unfortunately, things don't always turn out the way you want them to turn out. Um, and so, you know, it is what it is. And so, you know, we'll we'll get it right. 
I was out to the site last week and was really struck by not just the building itself, but all the work going on around it. And of course, we've seen for a couple of years now, we've seen the master plan and the renderings and, and you know, what's going to go with the murals and the waterworks building and the playgrounds and the Springfield Canal improvements. And if you close your eyes, you can really see that. Does, does Obviously, you want to get the building open, but does the, the bigger vision, the grander vision kind of kind of ground you down a little bit and say, okay, we're, this is okay. We're going to be, we're going to be just fine on this. Right. Well, we've always said from the very beginning that first of all, the arena would not be able, or should not be able to sustain itself in and of itself. Um, the canal district arena district is still very conceptual. Um, but the goal was to really build all the way around that because an arena just hosts events. But we really excited about what the public space meant uh, of creating opportunities for, for Savannians, people in the West Side neighborhoods and across our community to be able to come and enjoy their city um, in public space. And that is things to do, um, you know, food trucks, opportunities for um, community markets, um, you know, outdoor entertainment. And so as this builds out, you can almost you can see this happening. I mean, if think if people really think back to where we were before, um, you saw a city lot with trash trucks and gas and dilapidated buildings, and you saw a concrete plant. And I mean, and look at where we are now. I mean, it is taking shape. Um, it's a phenomenal building. I've had the opportunity, obviously, to be in it uh, several times. I drive past it every single day. I stop to uh, look at it at least once a week. And so. Um, you know, we just need not be dismayed. Um, you know, we'll 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 get there. Um, but we we the parking we can kind of work around. But unless the building is absolutely right, um, we're not going to sign a certificate of occupancy until we're absolutely ready. Uh, and that is for not only the safety of um, the our citizens, but those who work there. So um, there is a construction checklist, and and everything needs to be done. And so with COVID and things going on, you can't always control what happens. Um, but, you know, again, we'll, we'll admit early that um, it's not going to happen like we thought it would. Um, we'll make the proper arrangements. We'll reload and come up with a, a, a more uh, realistic date. You mentioned you drive by it every day, and I know that that is that's that's in your old district when you were an alderman, and it's, it's in your neighborhood. And uh, what, I guess, what are you most, whenever it, opens what are you most anticipating what are you most looking forward to i'm looking forward to uh people in those neighborhoods um now looking at the city's um most expansive most expensive um uh, project being right there in their community the infrastructure that goes along with that they look out now and they they literally are looking at the jewel of our city Uh, instead of looking at um garbage trucks and concrete plants um, that now through the connectivity um, that they will be able to walk across the arena paths through canals and I mean, through uh, canal paths to be downtown. It's relatively a very, very short distance, um, but it looked like a long distance because of the industrial uses that were there, um, that people across our community uh, will be able to come and see the Eagles and come to go to see Bon Jovi, <coughs> go to see New Edition, instead of driving to Atlanta and, and doing that. That we can have these things in our own backyard, that Savannah um, will be now known as a stop 
um, on the must-see tours and events, be it hockey, be it um, NBA basketball. I'm hoping to host an NBA exhibition game, bas- basketball game in Savannah. Um, we will now have the facility to be able to do that. All right, we'll get the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry. And, uh... <laughs> I think a lot of people will come to that. Well, thank you so much, for Mr. Mayor, for updating us on the situation. And we do look forward to talking again once the building gets open. Absolutely. I have my scissors ready. You are listening to The Commute Podcast. And next up, we have in-market arena general manager Monty Jones. We recorded this conversation last week at a time when all were still hopeful the building would be ready to open on time. We also did the interview outside the arena, and crews were all hands on deck getting the arena ready. You'll hear that work going on in the background. With that, enjoy. But you've been watching this process for a while now. As it gets closer and closer, how do you how you feel about it? You excited? Hey, I'm, I'm really I'm really excited, anxious. You know, to, to think about it. You know. Um, a little bit over two years ago, in September of uh, September 2019, we're breaking ground, you know, and here we go, January of 22, you know, we're a week away from, you know, first show, opening up this building, ribbon cutting and all, you know, so it's, you know, it's all, all your feelings are, are in excitement and, and anxious and all of the above. Construction never seems to happen as quickly as you want it to. As you've kind of watched it, as you, as a deadline has crept closer and closer, what's kind of what have you had to keep in mind to kind of keep your eye on the ball? No, I mean I, th- I think overall construction-wise, it's been great. I mean, you look at it, you know, we're timely with stuff. You know, the, you know, you look at it, you know, it's great, it's great work that's been done. You know, to the building, you know, looking at the, the design of it, it was great design, um, and you know, for for what this is, this is truly going to be the gym that. You know, it was all stated it was going to be for Savannah. Most people are going to, are going to get a chance to look at it next week. Um, what should we expect that maybe we didn't expect on the inside, is it? Uh... I mean, I, I think, you know, the thing is people are going to see is like, you know, truly pictures do speak words. You know, you know, people have only really seen the pictures of what this is supposed to be. But now, you know, people are going to have the opportunity to come see it with these upcoming events. And, you know, they're going to, you know, really, truly see the, the great excitement, you know, what this building can hold, you know, with, you know, in-market arenas, truly, you know, what it is. And, you know, all the different, you know, premium aspects that Savannah has never had, you know, coming from the Civic Center, you know, just the excitement of, you know, great entertainment, you know, with, you know, the upcoming with, you know, the Raleigh Green and the Eagles and so forth, um, the new addition, Charlie Wilson. And so, you know, so just a great entertainment. You know, and being able to enjoy that in the brand new building, you know, it's, it's timeless. You know, as, you know, as people stated, you know, from the Civic Center, you know, it's been generations, you know. And so you have some of those generations will be able to enjoy that together, you know, at this new venue as well. The outside obviously looks like it's a long way from done. On the inside, when people come in next Friday for the concert... All decked out. It's all it's, ready to go. decked out. It's, it's ready to go. Um, you know, well, it's, you know, the great spacing. You know that we're gonna have with the premium, the um, food opportunities, the drinks, and so forth. It's gonna be great. And then also, it's just gonna be a great show. You know, for people to come and, and be involved with. 
and to be able to see. You've done this a long time. You've opened some other buildings. You've had early acts. How is it? What is the breaking in period like? You know, the breaking in period, it, it, you know, it gives you, you know, that opportunity to kind of see where your weaknesses are, you know, I think, you know, kind of like, you know, if you look at NFL and NBA, the preseason and hockey, you know, you look at the preseason, you know, pre preseason is where, you know, you find, you know, your strength and your weaknesses and so forth. And then, you know, that's where this, you know, that kind of open, that soft opening is for. And then, you know, you get the gut wrench and then you just go forth with it and you go full blown. As we look around this side, see a bridge over here if you close your eyes you can kind of envision the, the playgrounds and the waterworks and the mural project obviously you're laser focused on getting this building open but when you think about the potential here what kind of comes to mind? And, and that's the thing i mean you look at you know as as it stated that this is going to be the gym of the southeast with this venue you know it's not it's just looking at the venue but then you know the aspect of you know looking looking five years ten years twenty years down the road uh what this is going to be, you know, the excitement that is not going to bring just to West Savannah, but to the state of Georgia, to the Southeast region, to the coastal region, you know, it's it's just going to be a transformative um, as a whole for um, this area. You know, it, it goes it goes all the way back to this is just another thing to increase the quality of life for Savannah. So then that helps Savannah as a whole to attract new things. Um, to make, you know, more people want to move here. This just gives them another nugget. People that have come to the early shows are going to ask questions about how do I get dropped off? Where's the parking? What Are those concerns legit? How could you put people's minds at ease in terms of accessibility, at least until construction gets started? Yeah, so there, there's a plan in place, and all the ticket purchases for these um, upcoming events, they... They'll have their plan um, that'll be sent out to them. They have the opportunity. They'll have the opportunities to um, purchase their parking for their locations. So we have that all planned. It's mapped out um, with the parking plan and access accessibility to get to those locations. So that plan is already in place and stamped, and you know we're we're good to go with that. And I think you know providing them that and provide them that information, and and once they get here, and then they get to come in and enjoy the show. You know, it's, it's kind of uh, all kind of just settles. A lot of Savannians have been hearing about this building for two decades. When you talk to some of those folks, how excited? What are, what, what are you hearing from them who have really been anticipating this for so forever? Well, you know, one thing is, you know, it's actually here. It's actually getting done. And, you know, that's, you know, that's the great thing. And that's the excitement with, the, you know, um, you know, with just as you stated, with decades of folks just hearing about it and, actually to you know be able to finally see it you know put in place but then once you're once actually come here and truly see it you know that's going to put a totally different mindset and people will buy in even more to all the great things we're going to be doing here thanks again to m market arena general manager monty jones other news of note in savannah today the three glenn county men convicted of murdering ahmad arbery were sentenced on friday Travis and Gregory McMichael will spend the rest of their lives in prison, while Roddy Bryan, the McMichael's neighbor who assisted in detaining Arbery and then filmed his slaying, received life with the possibility of parole. The sentences were issued by Savannah Judge Timothy Walmsley, who presided over the trial. The McMichaels and Bryan next face a federal hate crimes trial, which will be held here in Savannah in February. 
Elsewhere, the mother indicted in the suspected DUI car crash that killed her 12-year-old son has been denied bond by a Chatham County Superior Court judge. Madrina McKay was driving her son Logan to school on August the 23rd, 2021, when she lost control of her car and crashed into a tree alongside Johnny Mercer Boulevard. Logan was killed in a wreck, and a GBI toxicology report determined that McKay had a blood alcohol content level of 0.33 and had prescription medication in her system. She was also found to be driving over 100 miles per hour. And in sports, the Georgia High School Association has finalized a new classification and region alignments for its member schools, including dozens here in the Savannah area. The GHSA realigns every two years to account for enrollment changes in its schools. Among the changes, Savannah Private Schools Calvary Day, Savannah Country Day, Savannah Christian, and St. Vincent's will play in the same region starting this fall. Oh yeah, one more thing in news. The Georgia Bulldogs are national champions. Congratulations to all the dog fans. Read those stories and more at savannahnow.com, the online home of the Savannah Morning News. Get full access to savannahnow.com and our mobile app for just $49 for the next year. Go to savannahnow.com slash subscribe now and sign up. Again, that's savannahnow.com slash subscribe now and sign up. That's all for the Tuesday Commute Podcast. Thanks again to our presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. For more interviews with local newsmakers, check out the Commute archives by searching The Commute with that Savannah opinion. The Commute returns Thursday when Georgia House Rep. Ron Stevens previews the 2022 legislative session, which opened earlier this week. Thank you for listening. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.